Hi, I'm Jim. Hi, I'm Charlie. Uh, and it's a week too late to talk about the Oscar slap. But before we say to hell with it and talk about it anyway, let's dive into what our little podcast is all about, shall we? Uh, so to let you know, uh, Jim and I are a couple of dads who have been lifelong pop culture enthusiasts. We've been friends since high school and between then and now, being a geek or being interested in geeky things went from being a scarlet letter to being a badge of pride. So lately, Jim and I have been looking for a way to express our love for pop culture interests, but I had to go and ruin it by moving to a different state. But thanks to the pandemic, everybody learned how to use Zoom. And so, hey, a week too late was born. Why is it called a week too late? Well, it's because as dads, we have our day-to-day lives keeping us busy. And by the time we get to talk about the latest in geekery, it's long since left the public consciousness. But why should we let that stop us from sharing our thoughts that no one asked for? So summing it up, A Week Too Late is a podcast where Jim and I talk about things long past their relevancy. All right, now, Jim, I've talked a little bit uh, too much, uh, some would say, uh, through this intro. Uh, So why don't you take a moment to introduce yourself and go into a little bit of your pop culture interests and your geek creds. And I'm going Uh to drink my delicious salted caramel whiskey. Oh geez, I just have iced coffee. Like, oh, I have an iced coffee too. I'm I'm fully loaded. Here. Okay, that's good. You're you're going for the four loco effect. That's great. No, stay up, get drunk again. It makes sense. Um, yeah. uh, <clears throat> I am Jim. I am uh, carbon based. <laughs> I. Uh, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you clarified. Uh, I remember being like five years old or so and seeing like a think a Betamax copy of New Hope and uh, I remember the moment Darth Vader walked through the doors and like you know the, the weird lightning sound that happens that always that like why was that lightning like it's it's there and then it's again in the Death Star scene and then they never use it again in the movies it's just like but uh yeah but they like keep it in Vader. the uh, other editions I think they did. Oh, nice. Which is which is weird. It was like, yeah, you know, they kind of work. But like, as soon as Vader stepped through the door, I was just like, oh, okay, I'm hooked. I'm in the cult. Sign, yes, shut up and take my money. <laughs> and uh, that has lasted 44 years. Uh, I am a former comic book store owner. I am a published comic book artist. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I make things. I uh, <laughs> I, I, I play the guitar things, badly. Eh? I, I I make things. I play the guitar badly. I play the you play the okay. bass guitar excellently. I play the bass okay. I play the guitar badly. Uh, but um, yeah. Other than that, uh, you know, uh, um, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I knew all of that about you, but uh, that that's clearly yeah. for the edification of anybody who gives us the time of day to. I feel like this. I feel like I am just uh, I feel like I'm going for a job interview where the nepotism would just not be implied. Right after <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what the hell? I'm telling my best friend all these things he already knows about. Me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so We're we just going through the motions. The job's all yours. But, you know, let's just it's a, this is a formality. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I guess. Uh, oh yes. Um, 
don't don't be fooled. That's not um, a Death Star uh, ice ball. Unfortunately, it's oh. just a regular old ice ball. Someday, you know, you know, man <laughs> up and just freeze a bunch of rocks. And I don't know. I don't. I don't. I like having my my drink slowly but surely watered down. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. I wish I could do whiskey, man. It's so That's... romantic. Like you're gonna be like all Hemingway and shit, and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> Tastes like burnt maple syrup. No, all the beer. Wendy, uh, for those listening, my wife, um, she's a beer drinker. And from time to time, she'll see me drinking some whiskey and she'll take a sip and be like, oh, God, I feel the hair growing on my chest. She can't. Yeah, right. She can't really handle it. You'd think I would be all about. And it's just like, oh, no. Yeah, well, you know, beer's your thing. That's fine. Very, Beers. very much, but, but it's like, but it's like, I'm also like, oh, try this IPA. It tastes like a bag of yard clippings. Like, <laughs> I'm like, delicious. <laughs> it has hints of barn. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like they were like, you know, the, the, um, the Sam Adams store, they were like, oh, you know, you can, you smell that barley you can give it a little chew if you want i'm like taking oh. chunks <laughs> i can't think of anything worse right now this <laughs> yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so uh just to sort of I, I don't have nearly as extensive a uh a geeky resume as as uh as uh, jim does but um for me i uh, I mean, I've been interested in, 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 um, you know, sort of the geek culture for quite a while. Uh, growing up, I was a video game person. I had, you know, the Atari, the, uh, 2600 from Atari, um, and, uh, you know, played a lot of video games growing up. But then when I met, uh, my boy Jim here, um, along with, uh, uh, a few other friends. Um, new friends? That's, yeah. that's that's really when like my um, pop culture and 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 you know geek slash nerd side really started to uh, wake up. Uh, was you know thrust further into the world of 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 uh, comic books and and um, you know graphic novels and movies and things like that. And uh, yeah. uh, to the point where. Um, you know, at, at, at one point I had a web comic that was based on uh, my life, um, but uh, sort of a little comedically exaggerated. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've just always, uh, pop culture has always been my thing. Um, it, like, you remember that, um, that DVD game, Seen It? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. nobody, like nobody ever wanted to play that with me because I get all the answers, right? So, <laughs> so it's like, okay, all right, I guess we'll never play this again. Uh, Cause yeah, you know, they're... I got, I got that with a video, uh, Star Wars Trivial Pursuit. Oh geez. Yeah. Yeah. It was That's... like, I got, what, what is the name of the big blue bug creature in, uh, in Attack of the Clones? I think it's the Acklay. Is the name of it like that was the question? Well, like it, that was the question. I believe it's the Ackley. I'm probably wrong now. I'm sure somebody's gonna 
of yeah, our, 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 our but, yeah. know, Twitter will, will, will light up with that. But even like, it was such a hard question that like, even I wasn't sure I was like the act way. And like, literally it was, it was, um, a guy we used to know, Adam, and he was just like, just get out of my apartment. Just go. Um, <laughs> Let's get out of here. Actually, the worst was the, my worst geeky story. Did you go with us when we went to the Museum of Science when the Star Wars exhibit was there? Uh, doesn't sound familiar, so I'll say no. But my memory oh, is awful. So there was a so there was there was an exhibit of like um, this was uh, before the new sequels, but uh, right after the prequels came out, right after uh, Phantom Menace. No, right after um, Revenge. Anyway, sorry. Uh, so right after Revenge of the Sith, we're in line to go into the exhibit, and like the like tour guide is just there, and she has the Star Wars Trivial Pursuit, and she's just going through them, and she's like, uh, and she's like, what color was the drink that uh, Uncle Owen? And I'm like, blue, blah blah, and then she just leaves me. And she's like, hey, how about we give somebody else a chance? And I'm just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, you know, one of these days when you go to Star Wars land uh, in oh in God. Disney, like they have the blue milk. Oh, yeah, um, I believe it. Like they I mean, they've got everything. They, I mean, it's it's uh, super immersive. Like uh, <laughs> Did I tell one, you? one of these days you have to go there. I do. Um, my my sister in law, Nicole, was kind enough to. Uh, complete my galaxy's edge garbage collection so i have the sprite and the diet coke bottle now yes you originally brought me back the coke right 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 yeah and with the with the with all the logos are in arabesh yeah it's terrific so good it's uh, so good disney is so expensive that like people will appreciate if you bring them back refuse (laughs) here i brought this trash back for you it's star wars themed Yes, thank you. Yeah, something something parks you bring a can you can get in for a lesser price. Like, <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, Six Flags. You'd be able to bring yeah, in yeah. a bottle cap or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, uh, enough about us. But before we get into the Oscar slap, uh, here's what else happened in pop culture that we're just too late to get into. Yeah. Uh, first up. Uh, uh Jim, I think you said you just heard about this, but um recently Netflix um announced um mm-hmm. related to uh Umbrella Academy. Um the character of Vanya Hargreaves is now going to be Victor Hargreaves. Uh this of course reflects the transition that Victor's portrayer, Elliot Page, recently underwent. Uh there's plenty of excited and happy reactions to this news. Uh, which was shared uh, by Netflix through their Twitter account. Uh, there definitely is a lot to be excited about. I mean, this is the first time that I can think of where an actor transitioned in real life, and so did the character that they portrayed. And you know, as you and I both know, representation matters. So it's Absolutely. it's momentous. It's definitely Absolutely. momentous. I am I am finding that out uh, more and more uh, mm-hmm. as the as the parents of a of a non-binary child. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, seeing this type of representation is always good. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I was I was wondering about this when when uh, they had first transitioned. Um, mm-hmm. Like what was going to happen like, with that role? Yeah, and I was like, I would think it would be interesting if he maybe still played it female, just as an 
stretch well not really stretch your acting muscles is it if you already play the role so right but like, uh, so i think i think i heard I'm, I'm not sure if this is like official so maybe don't quote me on this he says as mm-hmm. you know he publishes this uh podcast but um i think that elliot said that they would still portray vanya um okay um but i think in order to be accommodating uh the producers of the show um decided you know we would never ask you to do that so your character is now victor um yeah and i I mean i think that's great you know it's it's uh it's it's you know so often you like hear about like toxic um tv or, or or film sets and things like that and to just have something like this where you know the entire cast and crew and production company are just like all right great here's what our next yeah. steps are going to be to support you yeah i mean you know it's a it's a i mean it's it's again that's a that's a easier thing in hollywood but definitely not easy on anyone regardless of their celebrity status right, right. um probably a lot harder because of it but um i think also yeah i think also the show uh with its really time junks and extra dimensional stuff really kind of lends itself to be like we can do anything we want a hundred i mean the comic book is so off the walls bonkers there was a super villain goldfish i mean (laughs) (laughs) Uh um you know uh they need uh, to bring back and like that's the only thing i want i just want need to mary bring j. back who uh mary j blige's character oh right 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 yep. who are who are my two favorite in the comic books they're so psychotic <laughs> they are so psychotic and it's and like i wish well like you couldn't because it would just be a horror movie everyone it would just, it would just be like the superhero stuff and then they cut back and be like what the hell are these two doing because it's just like <laughs> Oh my god, it's like audition, but like bloody. Oh geez. Um, um <laughs> so with 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 that being said, obviously great news, tons of support, mm-hmm. a lot of outpouring of of you know support and well wishes from from you know in the industry, fans, yeah, and everything like that. But as you would expect, there is a small but <sighs> very vocal minority, and they are big mad. <laughs> big mad about this um reactions range from thinly cloaked transphobia to completely bare ass naked transphobia um it's well it's it's i mean in a word it's ridiculous uh you know oh, i'm never gonna watch this again it's like good see, see ya <laughs> okay netflix has your money either way like, right. like, I'm sure there's something else on there you're going to watch. I'm going to burn all my copies of Umbrella Academy now. It's okay. You know, the, they already have your money. Aren't Gerard you... Way, he's already left his way to the bank. Yeah. Gerard Way, he's, he's fine, man. He's, he's doing all right. <laughs> yeah, he's got my chemical bank account, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, I oh, mean, God. like, the less said about the 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 idiots uh you know the better but i think you know any final thoughts on 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 those turds um you know it's 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 getting sadder and sadder 
just the links that they'll go to, especially where something like the Umbrella Academy or like just just for something like I, I'm shocked that anybody who would watch the Umbrella Academy, like who was a fan of the comic book and mm-hmm. like really kind of got where like like it's just so out there and yeah. bizarre. like the comic especially is so fucking bizarre. Yeah. That I mean, like it's, it's like you can't get around the idea that somebody might have been born in the wrong body that their head doesn't link up with or whatever. Like, like this is a curb this high and you can't get over right. it. Yeah, Why I mean, am I going to bother talking to that? <laughs> right. I mean, it, it's like being a fan of Star Trek and mm-hmm. being xenophobic. You know, it's, a, yeah. it's just like that's xenophobia is like the opposite of 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 like the starfleet academy's mission you know so it's like it it, like being mad about this is just it's just you know it's showing your ass you know it's it's telling on yourself the 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 time i really had something like this which was not the the actor or actress portraying uh, it was the the actual character was doctor who when jody took over yeah and like every guy had a pink panty meltdown about it it's like (laughs) it'll be fine if she sucks they'll replace her in like two years when she gets tired of it like everybody else it's gonna be okay and then she was fucking awesome because it was like have you seen her take the block she'll be fine this is great yeah it's it's like people you know have their their meltdowns and it just you know they they don't it's like they they, they, they it's obviously that, that they're just taking their prejudices and their biases and and just you know looking for an outlet to you know i want things to remain pure i just people pure are stupid what? it's a show about betraying the laws of science and physics like <laughs> exactly you can't get this pure man right it's- all right We'll, 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 we'll move on from this, but um, for, for those who are listening to this, um, th- this, this, this shows you um, like what kind of stances we'll take. Uh, you know, we, we are, uh, you know, LGBTQ plus friendly, you know, Black Lives Matter, yes. you know, like yes. we're, we're, we're all about all that stuff. So, um, you know, you can, uh, if, if you're not um, down with that, I've got two words for you um speaking of that oh man that was a good segue because what i want to talk about next this past weekend wrestlemania happened oh good enough about these fantasy shows let's get into some reality (laughs) so it was a two-night event uh this is the second year in a row that they did two nights is that Um, because they couldn't have a real crowd or no no they could have a real crowd this year um it was just so they just have so many wrestlers (laughs) Well, no, because what was happening, I think it's because of the fact that, you know, they're still split into two brands. You got the Raw brand and you got the SmackDown Live brand. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, each of those has a lot going on. And so it just, and I mean, so for those of you listening, um, me, Jim, and uh, a a few of our other friends, we would get to, before the pandemic, pre-COVID, um, we would get together every year to watch um, WrestleMania. I, I was typically the one that watched it, you know, um, throughout the year, with the exception of maybe one or two other people who were there. Everybody else was just like, "Okay, great. Who are all these people?" 
Um, and so um, the, I think the last time we uh, saw it, it was, it went until like after midnight, you know? So yeah. like it started it like, it, it was that? Mike's house, right? Uh, maybe the, it, it might've been the last. Yeah. I think that was the last time it was yeah. in Mike's house. Yeah. But I mean, it was, it, it started at like seven and it didn't get over until after midnight. Yeah. We were exhausted. The crowd uh, in the arena was exhausted. And I think that was the one where um, the main event was Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. And the winner ends up with all the belts, all the women's championship belts. But it was just like, it was so late. The crowd was nearly like, dead i mean they weren't completely dead but like there would have been a lot more life left in them if 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 the night ended a little bit earlier so i think yeah. because of that and then with the pandemic happening and they decided to like split that up into two nights uh when they you know didn't have an audience or anything like that um yeah. uh they were like okay well you know i don't know if this is going to be a permanent thing but it happened this year uh, last year was actually in front of an audience too. I think, I think the first WrestleMania, um, in the pandemic was just one night and it was, um, without an audience, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, it went two nights and night one was way stronger than night two. In my opinion, uh, there was just the quality of matches was better. Um, uh, that's not to say that, you know, night two was a complete dud. Um, yeah. But some some things that you might be interested in knowing is that um, uh, Johnny Knoxville was in a match. Oh God! <laughs> it, was, it was a no holds barred match, and of course, a lot of gags from uh, Jackass ended up in the match, like the big gigantic <sighs> hand that like slaps people suddenly. Yeah, no. the uh, um, he wrestled. A, good that, he, it's good that Mark Henry's kid made it in. <laughs> oh man that um <clears throat> boy that when we all watched wrestling on the regular that definitely was the weirdest thing that wwe had ever done that's just yeah insanity but yeah i mean i still watch it i still enjoy it uh for the most part i'm kind of tired of some storylines <coughs> roman reigns but um you know it, uh, uh, it, it keeps me entertained and, you know, I, you know, get to waste, you know, four Roman, or five hours a week. Yeah. Is there anything to do with the long black hair that's constantly wet? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. He's yeah. the rock's cousin too. So. Okay. He's the one that Vinnie Mac's been trying to make like the new it boy for, I feel like at least five or six years now. Yes. He, um, now is the biggest heel in all of WWE. And okay. uh, he has been positively thriving um, as a heel. As a heel, absolutely, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's he. So he he actually um, uh, he he had to take time off because um, he yeah, he had leukemia. Right? Yeah, he had leukemia like back in his twenties, mm -hmm. but then it came back um, nice. when he was like pretty much at the top of his game. Um, so he went, he got treated, uh, but, um, when he came back, he came back as a heel and he's just, he's been on top of the mountain the entire time. 
I think he hasn't been pinned in a one-on-one match um, like in over 550 days or something like that. Um, It's like some absurd record. Um, I'm just getting kind of a little tired of it, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm like his match was against Brock Lesnar and he won against Brock Lesnar and he, and they were both (laughs) champions. So this was a unification match. So he is now both the, uh, universal champion and the WWE champion, um, the WWE heavyweight champion. So, um, Brock Lesnar apparently now is nowhere to be seen you know i don't know if he's you know usually he just comes back for like a couple of months yeah. at a time and then they he's... wheel him out like twice a year it's just like like why right yeah I, you know it's because you know it's it's i i don't really have a whole ton of faith in vince mcmahon anymore um in 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 running the uh in running the company i honestly just wish he would give it up to triple h um, who has proven he can do really good things because he runs or he ran NXT. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, and NXT, you know, is, you know, highly regarded or it was before it got rebooted um, uh, as NXT 2.0. But, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. But, uh, you know, what about what about Shane O'Mac? Shane O'Mac came back for a little while, but I heard he left um, because uh, he was causing friction backstage. Mm. But that's just what like the rumor, the dirt sheets say. Uh, Um, I don't know if there's any truth to that or not. And then there's Cody Rhodes's. Cody Rhodes. Yeah. So he so after he left the WWE six years ago. Um, he yeah. went around uh, to other uh, organizations, but then he ended up starting a new one called AEW. Yeah. Um, but then his contract ran out. He didn't resign, and uh, he debuted, uh, re-debuted rather, uh, during WrestleMania on night one, and had oh shit, yeah. Uh, so what happened was uh, Seth Rollins, he didn't have a WrestleMania match and he was jumping through all these hoops to try to get a WrestleMania match. Then he finally talked to Vince and he's just like, all you had to do was ask. Um, and so he gave him a match, but he didn't tell him who his um, opponent was going to be. Yeah. And then, you know, Seth goes out for his match on WrestleMania. Um, he's waiting. The lights go out. And then you hear um, uh, like uh, Cody Rhodes's voice. I- I'm not quite sure what he says. I've, I've heard it a few times, but for some reason, I just can't make out what he's saying. It's like, you know, yeah. wrestling is a love affair or something like that. I'm not sure what exactly he says, but yeah. then his music starts. The music that he's had in every organization that he's wrestled for since he left the WWE pretty much. Um, and his whole entrance from when he was in AEW, his, his ring attire and stuff like that. So basically... He, they, he took his his persona, his character from AEW and transplanted it to WWE. And okay. he had, uh, if it wasn't the best match of the night, it was a very close second. Okay, who would you say had the best one? Uh, Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Um, for me, I feel like was the match of the night. Um, uh, and it was... Uh, it, it just, it, they, they told a great story. 
um they like the 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 and and the things that they were doing in the ring were just like um it was it was it was like seamless it was you know so cohesive they worked really well together and you know even though it didn't turn out the way i would have liked it uh because becky lynch lost uh and she lost her championship um i still came away from it satisfied because it was such a good match it was really good. good so it was like so like depending on what time of day you you ask me that would be the match of the night or it could be the Cody versus Seth match. Like they both were very, very good matches. Cool. Um, in my opinion, as the resident wrestling mark. Nice. Maybe I'll have to, I'll have to start dipping. And wrestling I love because I can always just like dip into it for a few months, mm-hmm. get back, I get bored yep. with it. I have a Usually question for you. Somebody. Yeah. Do you still have your Mankind mask that you made? I do not. I oh. wish I did. That's something I wish I kept, but that was that was literally made out of like it's cardboard, wasn't not, it? It was it wasn't quite cardboard, but remember remember the remember early on in high school when I used to carry in our portfolio everywhere like a security blanket? Oh right, yes. Yeah, that's it was right. like that yeah. period. It was, like it, the, it was uh yeah, the, that that's the, what it was, yeah. The Miss Bloom art room uh, the folder. The the high school portfolio folder um yeah i mean that looked pretty leathery to begin with so that was that was uh, a genius on your part to be like oh yeah let's use this well it would it would hold up and unless you tore it in an absolute right angle it wouldn't tear Mm -hmm. so um it was kind of perfect for that and already looked weathered yeah i still remember so we went to we used to go to um wrestling shows from time to time we were at king of the ring uh, uh we were at a king of the ring uh, pay-per-view we've been to you know house shows uh you know maybe a raw or a smackdown here or there but i still remember one time we had all gone and you were dressed up and i remember uh like a limo driving by and a little girl sticks her it was sticking her head out and you know, like she was like waving everybody as they were and she sees you and goes mankind because you were this spitting it like that that stuck yeah. with me all these years like she was a little girl maybe nine ten years old um, but like that stuck with me. Like she was convinced that you were because I, I remember I remember being inside and we were like was the no, it wasn't the old garden, but it was no, uh, it was it was the it was it was the current garden. The, uh, the, yeah, it was the new garden. Yeah. We're not I think it was old. the fleet center back then. Yeah, yeah. And um we were in the like the roundabout before you go in. Mm-hmm. Like entering, I'm all dressed up, and like some kids come running up to me, like, "Oh my god, I make kind of cool!" And then they like get a <laughs> then they get close. <laughs> like, oh, it's just like, and then the dad's like, "Can we get a picture?" And I'm like, "Sure, have a nice day." And he's like, "You can do the voice too." Ah, like, yeah, a little bit. It's like, are you are you paid by the WWE? I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm just an idiot, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's legendary you look yeah you were the spitting image and uh, you fooled that many a person a yeah definitely yeah um so one last thing before we get into the oscar slap is um morbius uh the morbius. marvel comics character the living, um, vampire. the living vampire uh so the movie based on the <laughs> comic book uh it came mm-hmm. out and there is a huge divide between what the critics think and what the audience thinks the critics 
based on Rotten Tomatoes, it's around 16% <laughs> rotten on Rotten Potatoes. Uh, potatoes, Rotten Potatoes, Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Um, and so, yeah. <laughs> potatoes, like Sam says, potatoes. And that, yeah, okay. All right. It's funnier that that wasn't on purpose, but that would have been funny on purpose. <laughs> Love it. Oh, no, I, I, that, that, the Samwise thing, impression, that was uh, intentional. Uh, I was just riffing off of the, the fact that I got it wrong the first time. Oh, well, now I appear foolish. All right. Anyway. <laughs> So, so I mean, it, it's 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 Sony doing a Marvel movie, and Sony just—I mean, I like to—I like the Venom. Uh, I like the first Venom movie. I haven't—I haven't gotten to see uh, uh, Wrath of Carnage. I am amazed that it's Woody Harrelson. Let there be carnage. Let there be carnage. What did I say? Wrath of there Carnage, were, Star Wrath Trek Two, The Wrath of Carnage, The Wrath of Carnage. Well, <laughs> he's had so many. The characters like, God, like twenty something years old now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my I thing mean, is, I always, it, I always hated Carnage because it was just like, just like Venom Plus, like, <laughs> you know, it was just like Venom but more brutal and more bloody and more gory. And then he had to have like seventeen other guys that were like, oh yeah, yeah. I remember, like, I recently read into like what's going on with the symbiotes these days, and I'm just like, I regret even looking this up. Oh, God, it's such a rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. Like, the X Men are immortal. Like, I mainstream comic books. Oh my God, there's gonna be a rant. Uh, <laughs> oh. I maybe maybe we can uh, maybe we can do a special edition where it's just yeah, uh, this, that, that might be that might be a, so I mean at like point, what at some, at some point it's going to stop being a podcast and just start being an auditory manifesto and <laughs> I apologize in advance okay it's fine it's fine uh, yeah. you know I'm, I'm i'm always down for a um a stream of consciousness uh uh rapid fire yeah uh just verbal onslaught yeah see rallying but, uh, so i mean like i i don't know i just feel like in the past like 10 15 years sony i i haven't seen let there be carnage either i was just meh about venom uh, but I kind of just feel like Sony, like with 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 all the butting in that they did with uh, the Amazing Spider-Man two and and what they did with you know the Rainy Spider-Man Part three, you know, like it just I don't know I that my confidence in them. Let's just say I'm not running out the door to go see Morbius. I don't think anybody was. <laughs> like I, I remember, I remember I was working in an office uh, in a mailroom. And uh, I was delivering a package to a guy and he had a bunch of Funko Pops on his mm -hmm. desk. One of them was like Mobius. And this was like the comic book version. This was about a year or two ago. And I'm like, oh, sweet. You got even got Mobius. Neat. Morbius. And he's like, Morbius. Sorry, I'm, I keep saying it like the artist. Uh, Morbius. <laughs> and, and he's like, who is that? And I'm like, oh, it's, it's Morbius, the living vampire. And He's a, he's a Spider-Man villain. It's kind of well, more like an anti-hero. And he's like, oh, thank you. He's like, I just have the Marvel like blind box subscription. I didn't even know who he was. So it's just like, oh, okay. I'm even more that guy. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> I think at the same time, too, uh, the last movie was really just such a payoff for everybody. I mean, it's just like you get your Spider-Man and you get your Spider-Man oh, and you yeah. get your Spider-Man. The, the, the No Way Home. Uh, Miles would have made it perfect, but, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, because we didn't have a live action Miles, uh, I think it would well, have been well, a little. Yeah. Well, here's the thing you do. He's established. Live action? Yes. Because remember in um, in the first one, in, in uh, Homecoming. Yeah, but like there hasn't been like not established as in, you know, Olaf. seen. Well, all right. But all right. So Donald Glover plays Prowler. Yes. Yeah. He's nephew. Yeah, I got a net around here. Okay, so let's say Miles is like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. The blip happens. Miles mm-hmm. is now four fifteen. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, there are so many terrific ways you could bring. Why? You could have brought him in. Oh God, God. I need a time machine and a phone call with Kevin Feige. God damn it. <laughs> you're, you're getting an idea now? Well, it's just like, I figured out if you ever wanted to do a Miles Morales series, the perfect place to do it is right after the blip. Because you have five years to just play where there's oh, no true. Parker. Where there's no other Spider-Man, yeah. Oh, oh man. They got to, you know what? The Marvel. They got to call me. They got to snap this guy up. You know, he's, he, he's, he's got his finger on the pulse. <laughs> oh um, all right. So let's, let's get into the main event, which is okay. the Oscars slap. Oh, the so slap. The, the, the slap, the Oscar slap. So slap. we all know well, that what's up. I, I think, I think since this is, this is episode zero, we should give the origin story of the podcast. Why it is called a week too late. Because if we had done this a week sooner, we would have done the first episode that Monday. Yes. And it would have been like... <laughs> we would have been relevant. We, we would have been talk? right on top of it. We would have been like, oh my God. <laughs> and now it's like... Um, I, th- I think I told you when we, when, we, when we had the meeting about this, where we came up with the name, because we were like, where are we too late? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was the first... It was the first... And I, I know and I hesitate to even say this, but like, like public incident, like, you know, that I found out about through a meme before actual news. Oh. Like <laughs> it was literally the the Batman slapping Robin, and like, you know, keep your wife's name out my fucking. And for me, it was also a meme, and it was G four uh the 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 g4 tv station uh channel mm-hmm. rather um they um i don't know if they created it or if they were just you know uh retweeting something that someone else created but it was will smith going up to chris rock and when he smacks him sonic rings go spilling out with the sound effect and everything uh and so it's just like what the hell was that i'm surprised like like Oh God! Nobody's made like getting jiggy with it. And, like no, 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 no. Sometimes oh, I'm man. glad like my computer skills are very limited. <laughs> it's just like scrolling through stuff yeah. at this point. Uh, 
Um, it's, it's, the world is so goddamn ridiculous. Like it really is. Oh, absolutely. Hmm. Um, <laughs> That's why we're talking about this and not anything more not, yeah. worldly not current events because not the worldly current events are just uh, dire. <laughs> so even I'm like, even I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's such a weird, um, you know, I, I said before when we were discussing this, it's nice to have a, a point in the pop culture, like just kind of timeline where we can pinpoint where we started. Cause it's like, ah, the Chris Rock slap or the Bill Smith, Chris Rock slap. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because we're gonna we're gonna be like, oh, where were you the first time you heard Gundam style? Like, you know, we're just we're just in that like, like ah, yes, it's like uh, <laughs> it was um, I think it was the first episode of season three of Rick and Morty. Is like, oh, you tried to get in right here between my m- memories of where I was on nine eleven and my favorite sports bloopers. It's like, <laughs> it's kind of like that. Like, ah, yes, like the Chris Rock stuff. I, I know yes. where that loop my head forever um, so there's a there's a little it, drive that's just gonna have that forever. right uh, yeah it, it's it's a it's like oh yeah remember when will smith slapped chris rock oh yeah i remember that yeah yeah, yeah. it's like that the challenger exploding there's all these oh, things Jesus. Just, the, the great tragedies of our time yes the great tragedies <laughs> Um, so we all know what happened with the slap and everything like that on the night. Um, I and a lot don't feel like I do, but yes. Okay. Uh, so, okay. So to, to recap, uh, uh, Chris Rock comes out to, um, no, to present. No, we... Stop. No, you don't not, want me to. Okay. 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 That's no. fine. That's fine. That's fine. You're my but, friend but... and your life energy is precious to me. And I'm not going to let you waste it. Recapping that for <laughs> no one. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so, you know, we all basically know what happened. Basically, you know, slap. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite a bit has happened between now and then. A lot of like auxiliary people have like, uh, you know, been like drawn into this, you know, uh, Amy Schumer had like, you know, oh, I feel traumatized about it or whatever. But, um, and, and actually they're, they're, um, uh it, the 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 fallout from this like i don't think the internet has been this divided since the dress um yeah you know it's like uh, it, like some people are just like yeah you know good for him for standing up for his wife you know or or you know it's just like you know it's assault you shouldn't be doing that um it's Uh, like you should do something else or you know don't do it in front of the world you know i was on the fence and then i found out she had alopecia and i'm like oh no all right you can slap how but you know what i'm I'm, i i appreciate your life energy i don't want you expending it (laughs) (laughs) but um so so um (laughs) One of my favorite things to come out of this, mm-hmm. um, aside from the memes, is mm-hmm. the fact that so Chris Rock was on tour, um, uh, and and his first was that first stop was Boston. Exactly, yeah. So his first stop was Boston, and uh, after the we slap happened all the time. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, That's so after the low. 
Every, yeah, it, 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 it's called the Boston High. Yeah. Um, Welcome to Boston. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so because of the slap, like his tickets sold out. And, you know, I guess like, you know, maybe we should talk about, you know, why he wasn't already sold out before the slap, but whatever. Um, but uh, clearly people wanted to be the first to hear fresh new material that he'd have about oh, yeah. this whole thing. But unfortunately for those people, Chris Rock, he didn't really say much about it. All he really said was, I'm still processing what happened. And then, you know, you know, if I have jokes, you know, well, I'll have jokes when I have jokes. But um, because of this, at least one person told news outlets that they want their money back. He said, and, and this is a direct quote. I want my money back. I didn't pay $400 to see nothing. Sir, you pay $400 to see a world famous stand-up comedian. The slap is arbitrary. Like if he said something about the slap, great. But a joke about the slap is not worth $400. This is on you. It's just, I like of all the reactions, that's just the most hilarious thing to me. It's like, it's I like paid $400 not- to hear one of his first jokes about the slap. His first jokes about the slap probably aren't even going to be that funny to begin with, uh, to be completely frank with you. I, I'm sure that like, and this is only through, the tough part of being a comedian is that, unlike you and I have both been in bands since we were yeah. in high school. You know, when you're a band, you you make an album, you make a good album, you can tour off that for the rest of your life. Like, you know, uh, if you build up a couple good albums, you can just roll forever. And mm-hmm. you can get to a point where you never have to make a new album again. So you should stop. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> just play your hits. That's all we want. That's all we want. Uh, just want the hits, man. Give me the hits. Um, but like the comedian, it's an opposite, you know? So it's like, you have that material you record your album and then that's done right you know yeah you don't you don't go you know i don't go to see pat oswald to hear the kfc famous polls bit you know it's just like it's done that was like <laughs> albums again you know you don't you don't go to see comedians play their greatest hits so um i imagine that a he's got material that he's doing right now that is how you work up your album you you, yeah basically like comedy albums are so good because they're because they're like they are road tested by the time you get there it's like you know what works you know what doesn't you know how to time it and it just flows off of you um i saw chris hardwick once uh like right after he did an album and you know he's literally got a, a notebook out on stage and then like at one point he's literally like leaning over the back of the stage just at the front row he's like what do you do and then like, oh i'm a teacher he's like oh teachers are cool and then he'll just he just did like five minutes of riffing on whatever joke he could make up about teachers and it was great but mm-hmm. you could tell it was guy like we he's just workshop and stuff yeah it was kind of like watching his band practice you know but it was still right. fun it was still like you know we weren't getting like the b material it was just like oh we are we are privy to the process right now that would have been a good title too. Um, <laughs> I just love my childish thing. Yeah, alliteration that uh, speaks to me too. Yeah, I get you. But um, where were we? Oh, uh, comedians. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I think 
I think too, like, like talking with my, talking with my therapist, um, you know, and, uh, you know, going through everybody had a horrible past two years, except for that dude who played polka dot man. Um, <laughs> that, that guy was the only one who had a good 2020, like he had a comic book about, uh, Count Crowley. I forget the actor's name, but dust Malchian as his last yeah. name i can't remember yeah. his first name he was in dune he's in he's yeah. in all these great things and, he, uh, he's and in dune yeah he's in dune oh wow okay i i so i haven't watched dune all the way through so i don't uh i i, I haven't i i saw like maybe the first half an hour really oh my god like i couldn't believe it was a three-hour film i was like i was like wait are we gonna see more <laughs> like well so for me it was like- for me, it was that I, I was watching it late at night and I was already tired and oh, yeah. I was starting to like fall asleep. And it's just like when you're tired, it doesn't matter how exciting a movie is. It's not going to it's not going to keep you awake. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't like feel like three hours. Like it's oh, it's okay. incredibly well paced, uh, but it does deserve your attention. And it is mm-hmm. beautiful. Um, All right. I think I'll watch it, it after we're it, after yeah. we're done recording. <laughs> Sorry. So anyway. Uh, you know the past david you know, david desmalchian that's what his name david is. Desmalchian, that's it uh and his his comic book uh count crowley it's very good the second mini series just came out hmm. um, but uh I, I was talking with my therapist about him basically like the past two or three years you know I, the world's really 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 kind of depressed yeah. i think america especially is really kind of depressed i can't really speak for outside countries too much other than obviously like the Ukraine and well, yeah. uh, Europe and stuff. But um, so I think for, for America, it was like, it was like everybody kind of sitting down to something that should be like, and I know the Oscars are kind of lame these days and it's just, it, it's an industry kissing its own ass, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but also for the same time, just as like, america as like you know as these are the these are the people that portray the characters we take comfort in you know yeah uh you know this is will smith this is this is deadshot this is you know men in black Mm -hmm. this is you know all these fun independence day yeah we don't talk about wild wild west uh no i mean even then actually um you know, uh, Derek Mears, I've met him a couple times. He plays a uh, swamp. Thing. Oh, yep. 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 He was, uh, he was kick puncher in community. Right. Um, his first job is on wild, wild west is like first day of work. It's like, Will Smith kicked me in the balls 37 times. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. It's a great first day of work. So he, he knows Chris Rock's pain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, was maybe even rad. more so. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, actually, there is but, one. Just real quick, um, mm-hmm. I, I read before, just before we started this, um, something new from this slap actually uh, uh, oh, we have uh, new came slap. out today. What's that? Slap update. Slap yeah, updates. we have we have a we have slap a slap date, date. Um, right. and that slap is date. that um, uh, the Academy has banned Will Smith from attending the oscars for the next 10 years oh for fuck's sake come on (laughs) come on i mean 
Okay, here, here, here was, here was the, the, the point I was, I was trying to get to before I so rudely derailed myself. <laughs> and then I interrupted. No, 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 you didn't. I, was, I went on tangents about other things. and <laughs> um, So I was talking with my therapist about it and basically everything sucked for the past three years. And especially in America where everything is so divided and just so out there and people can't seem to get along and even basic common sense seems to be in short supply. Yeah. And the world is kind of hurting and the world is kind of depressed. And like single Smith slap Kurtz rock, I think was like, it's just kind of like seeing, you know, your two cool uncles get into a fight. You know, you love them both. And uh, oh, sorry, I, I have a low battery. Yeah. Oh no. Um, so yeah, it was just, it was just, I think it was just something that was like, you know, it's like Will Smith and Chris Rock. It's like, like, who, who are the, who are two actors you would let babysit your children? Like, <laughs> like, um, yeah, I'd let Will Smith, uh, is that Chris Rock? Yeah, I like Chris Rock. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> don't repeat anything Mr. Rock says, but he's in charge. <laughs> right. uh, you know, it's just like, it's just like, you know, it's nobody, it's nobody you hear about doing anything too crazy. You know, you never hear about these guys like, oh, you know, they woke up drunk in, you know, somebody's like pool or something, you know, it was right. like, it's like, for the most part, it's like, yeah, they do their thing. They go home and like, you know, they're actors. Mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day, they're entertainers. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they're two men that had a problem. And I, and I, I guarantee, like, I'm sure one's called the other and just been like, hey, man, like, and I'm sure that's, that has to be behind the scenes. And I think, I think that we're at such a point where we're so hungry for the next, ah! and yeah. I think part of it too is that we've just been so on edge for the past few years with everything. Um, you know, I remember at, at the at the beginning of the pandemic, like there was a it was a it was a meme of a it was just Picard and just a damn it report and it just said how I wake up every day now. <laughs> it's like <laughs> kind of like uh -huh. um and I'm and I'm hoping that at least on a COVID side of things, that's starting to calm down. Um I think it's it's just like uh, you know I think just moving forward hopefully uh, maybe you know maybe we don't need a giant award show once a year where an industry just jerks itself off and it's like the thing that was cool about the Oscars was you got it was other times where people in the industry got to shine like you know mm -hmm. like I don't you know you don't really think about a sound design in a movie but then like you hear some of these nominations you're like and you think about how the sound added to that movie yeah um and a, like and, and a lot of those categories ended up getting relegated to um you know pre-show like it, it wasn't yeah. aired live yeah and you're shot in like you know another room or like another banquet hall or something and it's like the night before or something yeah like the right yeah yeah there's there's that whole award show but then there was other ones that were typically part of the you know main show 
that yeah. they like just cut um and and did beforehand and you know it was like i mean well that's just disrespectful you know but i i don't know uh, i i it's like maybe we don't do the um uh the 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 overlong comedy bits uh before uh announcing an award maybe we don't do all these like montages like just do the in memoriam do it right because <laughs> uh, they you know left yeah, a few people out uh okay. and and like that's it like you know just go through the awards in uh, my opinion maybe. i mean it, you know what it is is that i think the other thing is too is that it used to be this this kind of contest that we had once a year mm-hmm. but now we're now like like the edges of pop culture are all contest you know everything's you know singer the mass singer the bearded singer the singer behind the thing uh iron (laughs) chef iron chef jr everything's a competition uh yeah kids kids cooking kumite like it's just everything's like this fucking like challenge (laughs) coming up next on fox kids kumite Kids cooking kumite. <laughs> Sorry, Denise. Nothing like a little adolescent blood sport. Your your souffle has brought shame to your family. You must now commit suffering. <laughs> oh my god. God damn it. Oh man. All right. So um we're, we're gonna wrap things up here um but before we do um uh I, th- I think you know um to to sort of get away from the uh note about how you know the oscar slap is a harbinger of the downfall of civilization <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like i feel like i really lowered the temperature in the room like it, <laughs> it was just like oh that's that's all right we'll we'll, we'll add a little heat uh here because uh what, I, what i'd like to do is um you know before we wrap things up is uh you know take a couple of minutes for us to talk about our favorite things from the past week um yes. can, can i figure so go ahead you go first though. so so um so we're you know jim and i we're, we're you know each going to highlight you know uh some, some of our favorite things you know so we'll do this at the end of each ep- episode where we'll talk about something from the past week that we've really just have been one of our favorite things it can be something brand new something that just came out within the past week or whatever or it can be something you know old uh now for me for me for Charlie I my favorite show my favorite TV show of all time is a sci-fi channel original that was canceled before its time. Farscape. About an American astronaut flung across the universe, boarding a living ship containing wonderful and amazing aliens. Many aliens on the show were uh, created in the creature shop, the Jim Henson creature shop. Mm -hmm. 
And it was never done as cheeky. They were always portrayed as equals to the to to the aliens and other races portrayed by human beings. If the viewers were never talked down to when it came to presenting these, uh, I mean, for lack of a better term, puppets uh, yeah. that were aliens. The show is it's incredible. It's like it's a it's a space opera um a, a spanning a, you know a galaxy wide war wormholes um some of the trippiest visuals you will ever see some of they were never afraid to go full on weird with their mm. storylines um but they were never also never afraid to go super complicated with the storylines one season for half the season um the the lead john Crichton, was split into two different but equal people that they were the exact same person but they were living two separate lives and we were following the lives of each Crichton with their different crew um uh on different ships and it's just you know the the show was fearless and I forgot. What was that i forgot about that yeah that, that like four see what season it was i think it was yeah. actually might have been season three yeah maybe and, and, it doesn't start and and that and that storyline doesn't start happening until like middle of the season yeah yeah because i it's i mean so i was a fan of the show when it first came out the uh, the series finale scared the living crap out of me because um, the Sci-Fi Channel canceled it after yeah. they already filmed the finale. And so it ends on such a cliffhanger that I was just, I was like, Jim, you probably remember. I, rem I, remember, I remember watching, I think I was, we were over at, at, at Mike's house, I think, and I was watching it or something like that. And I was like beside myself. Uh, because yeah. I knew that the show had been canceled and it ended this particular way. And I was just going out of my mind. If you haven't seen it, uh, people who are listening to this, I'm not going to spoil what happens, but it ends on such a cliffhanger that uh, for, for a few years, I was in absolute despair, <laughs> but they did get to wrap it up with a mini series <laughs> because of this was one of the first like internet fan reactions that actually got something going like this was even yeah. before firefly fans got a movie made this was mm. we want a movie we want another season we want something and sci-fi channel is like okay here's a mini series to wrap everything up so basically the showrunners took what they had planned for the fifth season and condensed it into i think a three episode miniseries it's a, like a two hour uh per uh uh episode miniseries and it did wrap things up yeah but i have been re-watching it um recently and uh, you know right up until last night um and and i've just been sort of cherry picking episodes um both episodes that i remember but also episodes 
that I remember loving rather, um, and episodes that I'm like, I remember this episode. I don't remember everything that happens in this episode. All right, let me watch it. Um, and it's just, I mean, uh, every episode that I've watched, whether it's one that I, you know, remember intimately or ones that I was just like always was like, okay, you know, that was a good episode. You know, I, I feel like they're all good episodes because it's my favorite show, but, uh, you know, there's, you know, uh, on a scale of one to 10, there are nine and uh, there are episodes that are rated nine and there are episodes that are rated 10 and there are episodes that I would rate 11. Yeah, so it's just like, you know, it basically goes from like eight to 11. And yeah. um, so it's like, uh, so, but no matter what episode I happen to stop on, I'm not really watching in any particular order. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm just like, you know, with every episode, there's just something about it that still makes me smile. Um, and maybe even giggle at how clever the show was and still is. Um, it was ahead of its time. And I feel like it's still ahead of its time. Sci-fi really isn't like this, uh, like Farscape still, um, even Jesus. Oh, no. Um, 15, 20 years after it was canceled. No, it is. it has gotten, I, I don't really even think, the only thing on sci-fi that I, that's even on my radar mm -hmm. at all is a uh, resident alien yeah because uh, alan tudyk and right, i yeah. uh and I, and I actually really love the comic book series too it was, it was pretty good little uh comic oh, i didn't realize Dark it was World. based on a comic yeah yeah um um but to to, to just sort of like um like and, and to clarify i'm talking about like all sci-fi not just the sci-fi channel like the, the the closest that i think anything comes to it um has been uh guardians of the galaxy um wow. and not the least of which is because it's sort of reminiscent of farscape you have someone from earth flung halfway across the universe meeting yeah. up with creatures of, of of all kinds and instead of puppets you have cgi uh warrior aliens. woman works for the bad guys falls in love with a warrior woman who used to be one of the bad guys um you know a a, a, a big brutal warrior. Yeah, a brutal warrior type, you know, like a small, diminutive, wisecracking uh, uh, creature. creature. Yeah. And a plant-based creature. Zan uh, is a plant. Oh, I forgot Zan's like a plant. Yes, she is a plant. Oh, man, that would be weird. You know, but you know what? Like, even James Gunn recognized the similarities. And you were with me, Jim, when we went to see Guardians of the Galaxy yes. Volume 2. <laughs> Ben Browder, aka John Brighton from Farscape, he was one of the um the the golden people. I forget what they're called. Yes, but um, I, I remember like seeing him. I'm like, I couldn't say words. I was just like, oh, oh, <laughs> and I'm like, like grabbing you. And you're like, what, what? Yeah, we had we had caveman fandom. We were just like, oh, <laughs> so uh, that's good. that's one of my favorite things from the past week and even beyond because. I just love Farscape. I'm going to always love Farscape. And I think like every few months, I just will keep going back to it because it's on Amazon Prime and I happen to have Amazon Prime. I also have it on like DVD too, but uh, it's easier to stream it. Um, do you still have that Rigel figure? I never had a Rigel figure. I thought Rick gave you one. No, I did Shit. at one point. And I'm uh, like, when I, I did at one point have a um, Winona replica, Winona being the name of John Crichton's um, pulse pistol. 
Yes, yes. Um, but at one point I was jobless and needed to start selling some things. So I ended up selling it on eBay. I really should try to get another one. Um, I might be able to print you one. I'll see. I might have to Jimmy, I, let me tell you something. I already love you forever. I would love you forever in a day if you were somehow able to print me out a life-size replica of Winona. I could try. All right. That's just the pulse I, pistol. I, it, it's a pulse pistol. Yeah, it's just the, the okay. it's it's the gun. <laughs> I was like, well, you know what you said? No, you not it's it not like, a rifle. It's it's a it's a handgun. Well, you thought of, you call it Winona, and I thought of Vera, because like uh, from uh, Firefly, mm -hmm. Jane's gun. <laughs> oh right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. one trade for saffron. <laughs> Listen, you know what? This is another similarity between Farscape and Guardians of the Galaxy, because. Crichton named Winona after Winona Ryder, someone, an actress that he had a crush on. Yeah. The Milano was named after oh, Alyssa we, Milano. That's right. Who <laughs> Peter Quill had a crush on. Yes. So and the then, similarities are all there. And so if uh, people listening, if you like Guardians of the Galaxy, I think you will like Farscape. Yes, um, very much so. And also, um, if you like puppets in general, um, mm -hmm. especially if you like, like really life, like, uh, believable, almost uncanny Valley stuff. I look at some of the stuff that, uh, you know, Disney and the high production companies are doing now with, uh, Grogu and even like the dark crystal, like Netflix oh, show yeah, yeah, and how amazing those things look. And, and one of the things with, with the making of the Mandalorian and all that technology, like the stuff they can do now, and they had a strict rule that the the CG puppet can't do what the real puppet can't do. Mm -hmm. So like they, you know, until like the training scene where he's flipping around and shit, like you didn't see him doing anything that they couldn't do. Right. With the, and um, you know what? We have Werner Herzog, Herzog to thank for uh, Grogu yeah. being a puppet. Yeah. Well, in that, in that one scene, cause he's, he was like, he was so in, he was so mesmerized by it. Mm -hmm. even a lot <laughs> On the set, but I, I think just I wish to just see the, the baby of Warner Herzog. His whole character was just like <laughs> oh it was just Werner Herzog in space. I I don't I don't like to but yeah, he's just Warner, but it was just so pleasing. <laughs> like I he's got I a great gonna, voice. Oh my god. Well, no, but like I I want to know who did his dialogue because I knew who they were writing for. <laughs> I wonder if he if he had lived up because the last, uh, yeah, the, I choose to believe he ad-libbed it all. I have to, because like really he when he turns to 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 Grief Karga and he's like, perhaps the libation to celebrate the end of our collective narrative. I was like, get the <laughs> fuck. Who talks like that? That is amazing. Disney, do you have Shakespeare <laughs> back there? Did you resurrect Shakespeare? <laughs> I know you got Cushing. I saw Rogue One. You got necromancers back there, Disney. <laughs> be the title for episode zero disney necromancy um jeez, <laughs> right. um, man i i mean we could go on about this forever but i i want to give yeah. you a chance to tell me about your favorite thing well uh that was that was kind of a good uh segue because like well we'll go from something old to something new um into into the mandalorian because uh you had said oh yeah something you want to talk about for this week and i'm like what the hell can i think of and literally like five minutes before I, I came down here to do this 
I was playing the new Lego Star Wars game with my wife, which we are loving. Um, oh, yeah. Because normally I'm the type of person who waits a year because I like, I'm like, I'm not paying $70 for a game when I can get this on a summer sale for like 20 bucks. <laughs> but um, let's wait for Black um, Friday. Yeah. My wife, who's a much bigger gamer than I am, is like, ah, no, this looks awesome. We're getting it today. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we've been loving it. And, uh, you know, we always try to get the, uh, the uber duber like add-on packs because they're just going to make us buy them anyway so right yeah um and it came with all the mandalorian characters so you don't have to unlock them because they're not in the saga like uh so i was just running around as mando and grogu like floats behind you in the pram <gasps> no if he any- doesn't he does yeah and, yeah and if anything attacks him like it automatically just closes oh no that's so adorable yeah. and he has the best because you have the um and you also have the disintegrate rifle, so you have the best gun in the game. Oh my god! <laughs> but they went so detailed with the amount of characters you can get. Like I saw some guy on YouTube was like, "All right, I think this is the most obscure character in the game. This is Mr. Bones," and it was a, it's a, um, it's the Roger Roger droid. No but, uh, way! And a knife on it and stuff. Oh wow! Uh, it's a character from one of the novels, like one of the aftermath novels. Oh my god! Um, Who's the guy from uh, Heroes there that was in the first, the, the new movies? Uh, Snap. He played, his character's name was Snap. He was one of the, one of the oh, X-Men. Uh, Greg Grunberg. He's J.J. Yeah. Abrams' like best friend. Yeah. So that book is about him growing up. Like he was a teenager right after Endor. Oh, wow. And his mom in the rebellion. And like he had kind of built that as like a bodyguard for himself. So it was one of the old battle droids. Oh, wow. But like that's a really like twisted personality. <laughs> Like kind of like IG-88 <laughs> Grogu. Um, I'm sorry oh, you had to see that. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, and he's an unlockable character. I was like, that's where uh, Cobb Vanth first appears too. In the book? Is that book, yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. They tell well, they cool. tell kind of a lot of backstory about it. Um, you know, you can like find out like what happens to Jar Jar and stuff. It's like weird. Like I read like, about weird. what happens to Jar Jar and it's so yeah, depressing. I know. You know, and I, and I look back. It's like the, on, the actor who portrayed Jar Jar, like, uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah, like he's, he just, uh, you know, he, he just had such like a sad aftermath of that, like such a backlash to it that I kind of feel like maybe they should have done a little bit more with Jar Jar to sort of, I don't know, help him feel better about it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it like, I feel better. bad. Like the culture of like making an actor who's portraying a character feel yeah. bad about playing that character. I just, it, it just, I, that that's unfair to me. I really, it, it's yeah. like, that's like walking up to someone who, 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 who like, like, um, oh God, um, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, like he plays some yeah. of the like meanest villains out there and he's in the Mandalorian. All roads come back yeah. to the Mandalorian, but it's just like treating him like as if, you know, he's the most evil person in the world and like avoiding him because of it. It's just like, at the end of the day, Ahmed Best was, he's an actor. He was portraying a character. Like, that's not him. Do people avoid John Carmichael? I I think they do actually, because especially from um, uh, Breaking Bad, like the character he portrayed there, like I think people like kind of like, they tend to like keep their distance from him, you know? He needs to do some like lighthearted comedies or something. <laughs> yeah. He needs to do a light card, lighthearted comedy, 
but portrayed exactly like Gus Fringe Fring from uh, from from uh, Breaking Bad, yeah. and just, <laughs> just like I like a little extra menace in my family comedy. <laughs> I never I never did Breaking Bad. I don't think I ever can. But um, oh no, I can't. I couldn't do Breaking Bad. I went. I made it through a season and a half, and I'm like, I I gotta stop. I can't. Yeah, it's it's too hard for some people. But my favorite was was uh, I did see like. I think most of season one and uh, just before the transformation. And then there's an episode of Malcolm in the Middle where, where we all know his character, Hal from Malcolm in the Middle is very goofy, but mm-hmm. there's an episode where like it's Malcolm's turn to learn how to skate. And apparently the dad's a really good skater and they want to learn for street hockey, but he knows it for like roller skating performance. He does this thing in his and it's the it's the most hilarious thing i've ever seen on like a sitcom it's still like to this day if i if i was if channel still existed and i was flipping through any if it was that episode i'm like oh all right i gotta see how's little dance because that's just <laughs> I don't, and it was one of those things where it's like yeah it's probably a stunt double but i don't know where they cut it in <laughs> so i'm a little nervous that it really so like, now you have visions of Walter White doing the same thing? Yeah, like, like <laughs> you know, I just imagine him between takes, like, just, like, around, like, the, the studio campers or something in his underwear and, like, you know, looking like a Ned Flanders sex pervert. Oh, that was man, the, that's amazing. I saw the poster for Breaking Bad is him in his in the shirt. shirt. Like, no right, yeah. And and you know that must and I'm like, what is this movie? And I thought it was a movie. I'm just like, this looks like Ned Flanders just goes horribly wrong. Like, uh, and then I was like, oh, this is the greatest show of all time. And I'm like, oh yeah. Um, eh, I don't know, uh, uh, but that that's just me. I don't. I'm, I don't. I wasn't. I like. I couldn't bear going through the show. Like, I wasn't bought in to the show. I, I, the, like, I wasn't bought into the premise. Like they lost me early on in the in the first season, but I tried, um, I tried. Yeah, and I and I believe the the, the acting caliber. I, you know, you know, it's funny oh yeah, the acting. I, I had no problems with the acting except for Skyler. I really didn't like Skyler as an actress. I understand she got better as the series went on, but yeah, I don't know the, the, no, yeah, the no, but, but, yeah. it didn't hook me. But I, I think. I think my big thing too is that is that I probably would love it because I tend to like acting the way most guys he says to a guy in a Red Sox hat and a Patriots hoodie uh, like sports, you know, like like I like like uh, like I kind of like 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 act like good acting in the same way guys like a good sports scene. Like I was watching Moon Knight and just like Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke are just eating the scenery in every scene. Oh, just in. so good. So good. I, I will, I will have, you know, that underneath all of this, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not getting naked. I promise. That'd be like a Deadpool shirt. It's not my Deadpool shirt. I do have a Deadpool shirt, but no, it's my Cobra. My, my actually it's my, it's my, uh, from T Fury. I got uh Cobra, Cobra mixed Adidas. with the Adidas. So Cobra. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just because I'm wearing this, it's, you know, I I'm, I'm a hoodie guy. And I haven't shaved yeah. my head, so I got to wear a hat. So it, let's not let's not try to let, let's not get it twisted. I'm I'm not like a huge sports fan. Uh, I doubt. So it. I I, uh, I got a I got a hat. Um, it's not a baseball hat, but it's like 
but like a military type cap, like the ones like Sean McCarthy used to wear at the wall. Yeah. Like, oh like, yeah, like, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And it's like uh, I was actually talking to your wife about this last weekend um, when we were walking to the store, and it's like because like you can either as a guy like you can either get a baseball cap. Or you can get a fedora and tell the world you're a douchebag. <laughs> and like, that's really it. I mean, like, could I, could I do a beret? Like, eh, you know, it's like, yeah. and then I'm like, oh, an artist is like, I even have the hat, uh, you know? And then like, scally caps, which are fine, but in Boston, they kind of feel like you're trying to project a, an attitude, you know? <laughs> and you look good in this scally cap. I know you like wearing them. Uh, but like I feel like if you, go, uh, you don't you listen up. I may be a Leo but you don't have to fluff up my ego you can say I'm I look stupid up your ego. <laughs> but like <laughs> you know it, but like yeah like a scally cap like automatically you're talking like a Mark Wahlberg character kid oh yeah <laughs> fucking and, you know, Sound kid and I and I can't fucking do it I'm a Donnie I want to be a Mark but I can't be Donnie in this thing. oh that's uh, good that was the my Boston uh, equivalent yeah, test. For as long as I've known you, you've never had a Boston accent. So, have you I ever? Never. Has it, I don't know. Sidebar: Has anybody ever said like, "Oh my God, your Boston accent"? So, like, uh, like, has anybody ever told you you have a Boston accent? No, just when uh, when I was in Washington, the uh, the guys I worked with were like, "Where are you from?" Man, I'm like, "Oh, Boston." I'm like, "You don't have the accent at all." And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> Cause you know, my brother and like, you've met my, you Oh my know, God. My your brother is like the most yeah, Boston accent. Of... Like, they sound like they're auditioning for the departed. It's just like, <laughs> it's like your brother, my wife, like both like very, very like pronounced. Uh, well, I, Boston kind of slips out of it a little bit. No, like, she's, she, she only slips out of it when she's at work, when she's like in a, in a conference call for work. Same thing, like for me, really for me, crazy. what's that? Which is really crazy because like she works for a school bus. Oh, not that. Well, she, 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 she talks to people from like India and stuff like that. So, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So she's, and, and I mean, uh, the, her, her company is owned by like uh, a company in Omaha, Nebraska. So she's talking to people that are out in Nebraska too. So, oh, you know, she, she's, she's got to rein it in a little bit, you know, and for me, for my part, like my Boston accent only comes out when I'm far from home or drunk. Yeah. See, I, I didn't get any of that. I would, I would, I would play the kids like, like, like and say I have something. no idea how, because both your parents have the accent. I don't know. No, my mom was fucking raised in Charlestown. And, um, I think, I think it's just movies. Like I was more mm. like, I more learned how to talk from movies <laughs> you're, you're like someone who like learned how to learn to english uh from from watching movies you you learned your accent from watching movies i'm like wanda maximoff i'm just like <laughs> yes wanda reference if i leave this basement i suddenly have like a middle european accent oh jeez <laughs> Speaking of WandaVision, did you see the latest um, uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness uh, trailer? No. What's going uh, on? Wanda's twins appear in it. Oh, shit. Are they like all superheroed up or? 
Mm, are they no uh, she sees them and she comes into contact oh. with them but you know with these trailers you have no idea like what context that is is it a vision is it real is it memorex you know maybe maybe this is something to say for the next episode but like right. you, know, you know what you know what and, and i haven't seen it in a while but you know what was really pissing me off and this happened a few years ago and the biggest um the biggest a, a offender of this was Rogue One. Uh, movie trailers that contain scenes that aren't in the actual movie. Yes, that has become a thing. No, it's yeah, that has become a and thing, it, especially it, with it, Marvel movies. Um, yeah, well, yeah, there's a there's a there's a good amount of them. Rogue One just has like a couple where like even there was this tagline where like it's a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel, like you know, it's not mm. in the movie. Yeah, I mean that could be because uh, you know for something like that, the line could have been in the original cut, and then they had to like yeah. trim it down after um, you know screen testing it and stuff like that. But like actually including full on scenes in the trailer yeah. for the purposes of misleading the audience, and then. Yeah. You know, having it not even be like um, in order to hide the fact that, um, you know, uh, there was a time jump and Thor had gained weight like they had that scene of all of the Avengers walking uh, in their time travel suits and Thor yeah. did not look overweight. He didn't. Need, I don't right. even think he had like his long beard, braided beard and everything like that. No, he looked like a kid at the end. They don't they don't let you know the time jump at all. Um, yeah. They did the same thing in. Uh, the Infinity War trailer when uh, all of them are running in Wakanda, the Hulk's there. Big yes, and that's then, right. That's yeah. right. And like for something like that, okay, I can kind of see yeah. why they don't want to spoil the fact that. You're but like me on purpose. But yeah, it's like no, this wasn't like hiding something so I don't guess plot points or anything. That mm -hmm. I think that's fantastic. I'm yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. True. Because um, there's just been too too many times where the entire plot is given away by the trailer, and I appreciate that Marvel is like trying to mitigate that by just throwing some misleads in there. But at the same time, it's like it has you questioning what you're seeing in a trailer, you know? Like, I yeah, I think at the same time too, it kind of keeps in the tradition of comics where like you always end on this cliffhanger where you think like, oh, how are they going to get out of it? How is this thing? And it always looks so much worse than it is. And then like, oh, wait, the psychic will swoop in at the last second. Like, oh, he was already at the bottom of the cliff with a trampoline or something and pulled back. <laughs> something more complex. There's a big pillow at the bottom. Uh, you know, yeah. Who knows how it got there? Stay uh, tuned. You know, uh, Sherlock did it. <laughs> oh, that's <Big> right. <laughs> that is so. right. That is right. You know, that's another one that I'm going to have to start watching again. What's that? You got cumberbatched. I did get cumberbatched. All right, man. Well, um, I think uh, that's that's it for this episode here. So, um, you know, that's it. You're going to last words be you got cumberbatched. All right. I mean, what cool. better way to end a podcast than you've got you, you got cumberbatched? I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> so that's it for this, our inaugural edition of A Week Too Late. Uh, the episode Ooh. was written by me, Charlie Walsh, along with input from... <laughs> My man, Jim Gallagher here. Our theme music is from the very same Jim Gallagher I just referred to. Uh, any yeah. thoughts and opinions expressed by this program is 
purely the uh, ownership of ours and no one else's minds. And um, you can follow us on social media. I've set up a bunch of social media accounts like Twitter and TikTok. Um, you can find us at a week too late. Imagine nobody else has that except for us. Wow, we got I know, it right. You're right in time for once. I know. You know we're relevant. How about that? Until next week. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you next time on A Week Too Late. We've all been Cumberbatched.